Let's then tell people, like, first of all, what, what growth mindset is and maybe why you're so attracted to it. Yeah, so maybe backtracking a little bit. So the mindset theory in general is this idea that um, we can categorize people kind of a black and white way. But um, to say that some people have a fixed mindset and other people have a growth mindset. And what this mindset is related to is their... Um, kind of um, beliefs about can they change their characteristics, their skills, and um, those sorts of stuff. So, person who has a fixed mindset generally believes that they cannot really do a lot um, regarding their skill sets or competence or maybe like intelligence, creativity, and that sort of stuff. Kind of yeah. believe that you're born with certain amount of I think traits. The, yeah. yeah, the classic example is like, oh, I'm bad at math. Exactly. Or something yeah. like that. That's the classic one. Or I'm bad at drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, no, ma no amount of practice can make you good at it. Um, also in like Finnish language, quite common thing is to talk about like heads. So I have a math head. Or in Finnish, it's matikapa. Uh. Or like reading head or language head as okay. well. It's quite interesting, cool. and a lot of people I talk about or like about this is like always say that you know they were told that they don't have that sort of head, that yeah, yeah, head yeah, or something. So it's weird. It kind of touches on that uh, the also debunked idea of like visual learner, mm. audio learner, tactile learner, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Or you're just a, a visual learner. You need. Yeah. information this way it's, which is garbage it's quite interesting it's quite interesting like where did that idea like come from that you could like tell people like you know from a really young age that this is what you are and you're not anything else it's quite weird it's, it's interesting because i think that in the majority of cases it probably comes from a good case like a good place mm -hmm. you know like if you so say you're a, a parent and your kid really enjoys drawing or has yeah. some aptitude for it. you probably tell them like oh you you know like it's yeah. coming from this place of encouragement exactly and at the same time it could be so damaging mm -hmm. like long term because you're sort of setting it from this very young age and i think this maybe gets into yeah. the theory a bit but you're setting this expectation on someone from a very young age about what they're capable of mm -hmm. and what they can excel in and what they are maybe not so good yeah exactly exactly that um yeah, and then like the other side, so the growth mindset, of course, 
um, a person with a growth mindset believes that with dedication and effort, they can accomplish anything, basically. So that's sort of the right. Or that like we kind of polarize these um, mindsets. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where does it where does it come from? Like we were just sort of talking about, like it could come from mm, sort of your your upbringing. It could come from sort of things you're told. Mm. But mm, well, I guess like the idea of growth mindset obviously comes from research and yeah, and, yeah. and academics. But where does that mindset? But yeah, where does emerge. the mindset itself emerge? Yeah. Is it innate in some people? Um, yeah, that's a, that's really I think intriguing question. Like because that question like is something innate kind of goes against this growth mindset idea. Yeah. Um, and it kind of like if we go if we follow that thought, you kind of think that you can't change people's mindsets. Yeah. And that's like a fixed mindset. Yeah. So it's a crazy but Definitely, um, you know, how do people develop their mindset? Um, as you mentioned, like, or your um, example on the upbringing, definitely um, is something that's related. So uh, what kind of praise you get as a kid? That's, um, you know, quite large research area. Um, so the idea there is like uh, that, if your parents praise you for your efforts and kind of like dedication and you're like persistent in developing your skills, um, you kind of develop a growth mindset throughout the years. Whereas if your parents praise you for your innate capabilities or obviously if they kind of tell you you're stupid, obviously that's like, you know, <laughs> but you know how people, how yeah. do parents talk to you and where do they kind of like place that success in a sense right. do they place it in your innate capabilities or your actions and behavior right so that's one one uh research area which is very huge um and then i think also one very important aspect is this idea of like social representations so we all have a social representation some kind of ideas on what does it mean to be intelligent and who do we consider being intelligent mm. and could i <clears throat> could i look like a person who is intelligent you know so there's a lot of like social or cultural um like knowledge that we um uh, internalize and then also like you know distribute in our ways of communication and right. sort of stuff okay so how does how does growth mindset into learning and education yeah yeah that's really uh, important question so generally there's been a lot of um, research about the benefits of the growth mindset uh, in terms of um, or in the context of education so it's been tied to uh, so kids with a growth mindset generally have um, better academic achievement and also academic aspirations or educational aspirations I, sh I should say so want to educate further and kind of don't believe that there are restrictions in a sense on what they can uh, achieve. And also
also it's related to motivation uh, very fundamentally so uh, if you are in a school environment and you there is a different like uh, motivational orientations I would say that um, are you kind of like what is your primary motivation so the idea there is that are you there for like the learning experience and developing your skills or are you there more for like uh, performing and kind of competing with other people and kind of like being a little bit better and um, or then also like you don't want to challenge yourself at all and like kind of uh, don't find yourself in situations that are challenging to mm, you mm. just to kind of save your face. And I guess it's it's probably worth mentioning as well that like we're talking about these things in really black and white mm. terms, but the reality is it's probably almost in all cases some mixture of yeah. these things going on. So if I think Definitely. about like the university experience, yeah, yeah. certainly you're there to learn mm. and grow and expand, but you're also there for that piece of paper at the end yeah. and the, the offer. Like there is there are intrinsic and extrinsic motivations yeah. and. Yeah fixed things about it and growth things about it and it's it's never yeah like, it, we can talk about it in black and white terms but at the end of the day it's never a black and white issue yeah. it's always a that's a like that's hybrid. a really good point like maybe i should say like how the mindset is uh measured it's a scale uh, one to three uh, one to six i believe so you know people lie on different spectrums in there so where do you put yourself on that spectrum um i i would say i'm definitely more of a growth mindset person but i'm not I is do, growth the far end is growth like a six you're like full well, growth mindset if you're a six yeah kind of like so i would say like maybe the three is in the middle okay and and then you tend to lean towards one side or of you. Another. Okay, so where where are you? Give me a number. <laughs> uh, I think hmm, I think I would probably like four and a half or yeah. something, or maybe five. I don't know. I was gonna yeah. say same. I I think I'm like a solid four point five. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's also the I think good thing to point out that no one is in a black and white term fully growth mindset has a fully growth mindset or a fully mixed where's mindset. It, where's a time where you um, found yourself like identified yourself in both a fixed mindset about a thing and a growth mindset about a thing it's really really good question I think um, yeah because that's that's a, a you can have different mindsets in different um, fields and I think usually you identify those in situations that, you know, are kind of important to you. Mm -hmm. Like you, you have found yourself in like, ah, oh, okay, you know, maybe you have some obstacle and then, um, so, okay, like a growth mindset, uh, I definitely have like, hmm, tough question. I can I can probably think of a growth yeah. mindset one for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, well, we've been working together. We're coming up on year and a half or something now. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely, like you've had a growth mm. mindset the whole time I've known you here. Like, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
Like, sure. I mean, in our roles uh, as learning designers here, and, and we're very comfortable with that stuff, but I mean, as anyone knows who's worked in a startup or, or mm. any sort of environment like that, there's so many pivots and so many, you, your, your title says one thing, but your job includes, mm. uh, you know, nine other things yeah. that are outside of that, yeah. that one yeah. thing. And I, like, I definitely see it, like, yeah. you know, and we talk about these sorts of things, the things we need to learn. So improving uh, customer service knowledge yeah. or, or service design knowledge, like, absolutely. Yeah, there, yeah. There's an example. I was kind of thinking, like, for example, for me, as, you know, not a person who has very much experience in, like, tech or, or math or, like, programming or that sort of, sort of stuff. So I do see kind of, like, it's kind of weird because in a sense I have a growth mindset on it. It's a challenge for me, definitely. It's something I need to learn about. Um, but, and in a way I feel like I can, I can learn. But then right. somehow at the same time I'm kind of like, oh no, I can't learn it. Or like there's something that's like, I don't know, that I feel like it's just fundamentally lacking in me that's, going to at least make it very very difficult hmm. but maybe it's a like experience yeah and and also um learning skills because also i could maybe maybe what i'm kind of seeing as the issue in, in this sort of thing is that i don't know how to study for example programming i don't hmm. know how to or for me languages is really difficult i don't have those learning skills on what should I do when I want to study a language right. never really been taught so hmm. but then other things like um, I don't know how to use Google and how to use different tools for your you know to develop yourself and and kind of like having general attitude of okay like let's see what happens here and it's like move forward yeah you, you mentioned an interesting thing there um, which was the, the element of challenge. Mm. And I think that's um, because we're talking about identifying it. We're also talking about, um, or we'd like to talk about how this applies to, uh, you know, working life and, and just general learning and development mm. through life. And I think the concept of challenge is really important here because I don't think that when we're, at least when we're talking about when mindset comes into play, mm. it's always about some challenge. Like your mindset yeah. isn't going to come into play on a thing that's not challenging for you or yeah. you don't perceive as a challenge. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's interesting that, that there's that kind of uh, condition. Mm. Uh, so, okay, if we think about... Um, challenges let's think about uh working life and the challenges there mm. um i'm sure there's like endless examples all businesses face challenges all employees yeah. face challenges it's part of that's part of work that's yeah. part of um you know growing and developing in whatever your field is so i don't know should we jump into um mindset in a workplace or maybe Maybe, I, was, maybe I was thinking like mindset itself with challenges. Yeah, because like the benefits of having a growth mindset is like, you know, you're able to bounce back from setbacks. So let's say, you know, in my case, I have a workshop and everything goes really badly. 
how do I kind of recover from that situation? And do I feel like, you know, I am fundamentally a bad teacher and and I should just quit, <laughs> you know, I should just go back to doing research or something? Or do I feel like, you know, do I ask myself, okay, what were the reasons that it went badly? And, um, you know, maybe it could be that I, I didn't know how to ask the right questions beforehand. Mm. Usually, you know, it's, it's the former case. Usually there are a lot of things that you could have helped yourself um, or done yourself beforehand or, you know, um, when you have a growth mindset, you're able to do that reflection because you don't see it so connected to your ego and your like self-worth in a sense, but you can kind of step back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the, it's that concept of, um, I love the, the term productive failure. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic yeah, term. Yeah. And I think it actually really encapsulates a lot of what we're talking yeah. about when we talk about what is a growth mindset. And I think a growth mindset, for me at least, one of the defining characteristics is that it you approach and view failure as yeah. not a bad thing. Like, exactly. like first of all, you're going to fail way more than you ever succeed. Like, yeah. like yeah. in life in general. It's mostly failure with you yeah, know, exactly. brief moments of success. <laughs> uh, but but like that's not a bad thing. Like no, failure no. is just like it's a learning opportunity. And exactly. but you're right. It's it's so it's the acknowledgement there, and it's then um, again another good thing that you brought up this this idea of reflection because now we're getting into mm. these ways that we think, how we think about our thinking, mm. and and that um, that element. Mm. And I would, I would also kind of add like one very important benefit is like mental health and, mm -hmm. you know, that self-esteem and it's related to like self-efficacy and, you know, fancy terms. But, you know, in, I think that's why the mindset is really relevant is, is because it has so much like um, these health benefits, like mental health benefits, <laughs> uh, which is very big thing now like in our work life especially in young people um, I think it's extremely important that we kind of teach them to be able to encounter these situations that are inevitable and things will always you know become more and more challenging you know throughout your life so being able to you know recover from those and and see those as that opportunity opportunity rather than a, like a threat or something are there are there strategies for extracting the the growth information uh, <laughs> when it comes because okay so we've said that like a, a growth mindset um, or, or fixed mindset your mindset sort of shows when there's a challenge and that uh, the perception of failure and your attitude towards it, can be an indicator as to sort of what side, type of mindset mm. you're you're following, and then are there are there tools or skills or whatever that you can use uh, after to sort of identify these things when you identify failure? How do you extract the? So okay, I know that uh, I've got a challenge. I know that I have not succeeded very well at this challenge. I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
what's what's so what's the next step in that growth mindset approach to okay, yeah. right? What do you yeah. how do you get the the growth out of that? Yeah, I think it's like yeah, it's that reflection. It's that uh, you identify that there's a lot of reasons for failure, and that ability to separate your ego or self worth or something your feelings feelings in a sense like from that you know uh, situation, and I think the next thing there is to think about how how can you solve. How can you learn from that um, and kind of like take it up as a challenge and maybe, you know, you have to identify those things you need to learn and then maybe some sort of strategy or some sort of like way to incorporate those in your life mm. and maybe like daily thing like, okay, maybe my workshop wasn't so successful because I wasn't able to ask those the right questions. So. Okay, then I research what are those right questions and then I start learning from those and kind of take it as a step-by-step thing that okay, I'm constantly developing mm. this specific skill. I think I think it's also worth mentioning right there because not not um, to clarify the answer. Mm. Um, it's not also just something you have to do. So in like the workshop example, you might realize okay, this was bad. Okay, I'm going to be really pragmatic. I'm going to look mm. at what went wrong. Why did these things go bad? And the solution might be I'm going to go take a workshop on workshop facilitation or something. Yeah. Like yeah. that can be a legitimate response to, yeah, a, yeah. to a growth mindset. Like mm. you don't have to um, get better at the thing on your own. Yeah. It's not an entirely internalized process. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Also like asking for help, obviously, mm-hmm. and... I think for me, one thing that I can see here in Planet that shows sort of my growth mindset is that I'm not afraid to ask those stupid questions. Like, I'm always like, uh, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, it that shows that me not understanding isn't related to my feelings of self worth in a sense. So. Yeah, yeah, or your ability for that matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's. Um, that actually kind of goes nicely into this uh, into this workspace uh, uh, application of growth mindset. So we definitely, um, you know, you hear it a lot in industry these days. Like a lot of business, we have a growth mindset. Yeah. We we want people with growth mindsets. It's, it's definitely a buzzword. It's certainly yeah. a buzzword. It's no synergy, but it's uh, yeah. it's it's up there. And so I mean, well, that's great. Um, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, nobody should be penalized for asking a dumb question at work mm. or, or a yeah. but so let's say, okay, you're, you're a company, you, you've advertised your desire for growth mindset oriented people. You have yeah. a bunch of them now. Yeah. Um, the people are doing their best to, to be reflective, to, to, uh, like believe that they can improve yeah. and do yeah. their job. What do, what places do what can what can businesses do what can uh, yeah, yeah. organizations do to support this yeah people? one thing I kind of wanted to mention before I like go into those tips is that exactly like you know your social environment has a really big play on 
the belief systems you will develop, but also like you hold at in different places and at different times. So it's it's very important that the organization has a strategy to support it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think there's so many things, but first of all, it's like communication. So as we talked about like that praise, how do you praise your kids? Right. It's the same thing basically in with adults. Like where do you place the success? So do you place it, do you put people on the pedestal? Do you say that so great we have Chris and he's so intelligent and he's like a star, you know, a rock star here. It's probably a nice thing, but like that sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That sounds horrible. Like that makes I don't you want feel that like you know, I need to uphold this like yeah. weird standard. Um, or are you talking about like, you know, some successful situation from like, okay, it was that effort and dedication and you know, you know, us collaborating and this resulted in, in these like great things. So communication is definitely the key. Um, another another thing is obviously competition and eliminating that competition and you know it's closely related so making people work together instead of against each other mm-hmm. um, because that's obviously just related to that psychological safety at the workplace and that sort of stuff um, another thing would be like how do you approach mistakes and how do you approach failure and is it something and also related to that like feedback on that so a lot of places can have like this communication part can be really good but then like when something doesn't go well it's tricky sensitive topic so maybe people or organizations managers don't have the skills to bring it up and talk about it because they feel like it's a very sensitive thing but the idea with the mindset is like, hey, we could actually point out like, I made a mistake in my workshop, for example. I, I wouldn't feel that I had to hide it. And then I could ask for help and uh, like have a, a discussion about it and ask for feedback from other people. So it's like, are those mistakes celebrated and seen as a learning opportunity? Or are they kind of like something that I want to really just hide and, and not not tell anyone about mm. and that's i think even bigger thing like than my first first point because communication is one thing but i think this how do you approach this failure and your ability or like giving feedback yeah. to people is is action in a sense yeah and i i, I mean definitely i agree if you if you think about um, Failure is treated poorly, um, then you know people just be afraid yeah. to mention when they exactly. fail, and that just means the issues just never. never and it's a, bad and thing, it's a bad and, thing, and um, yeah. But I think it's also um, I don't know. You're talking about celebrating failure, and and I can see how that yeah. term also maybe like throws. So we yeah. don't want to like yeah. throw a party every time <laughs> someone fails. But um, what it made me think of is like. You know, if you can, so whatever, failure happens, get used to it. Yeah. But if you can, you know, as as a team or as a company, like always find one thing. If you can find one thing at least that you learn from that failure that everyone can agree on that was yeah. like, okay, we failed at this, you know, there were 
many reasons why or a couple that you know but this is this is what we've identified as as the main thing and what we can learn in the next time so that's yeah. maybe like one strategy that um, yeah. organizations and teams can use like find one thing that you've learned from a failure yeah and, and, that, and not not just that you've learned but that you can perhaps change or not perhaps that you can change mm. and I think that that's um, yeah, maybe yeah. a critical element there. I was also thinking about um, the importance of leading by example. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, we're we're quite lucky here. I think in the Nordics in general, we have very like horizontal formats yeah. in, in um, workplaces. So there's not really there's a lot of equality and not yeah. very much hierarchy, which is which plays into this. But yeah. it's it's not everywhere, and it's not in every culture, and um, so so people from the uh, especially from like the leadership teams or, or those C-level teams, I think I think it's important for them to discuss their failures and maybe yeah. maybe especially um, be the be the one to bring it up yeah. first. Or when somebody, you know, when a new employee has a failure, be like, hey look, it's all right. I failed doing this. Yeah, like, yeah. Like exactly. making it that's a yeah really good point because you know, failure often goes unseen. We always, we tend to see the success. So if we think about like famous people, celebrities, you know, we're aware of them when they're like um, already there in a sense, but we don't see like, what did it take to get there? That's why I think like career paths and, and people sharing their troubles and, and this sort of stuff is so valuable and definitely be done a lot more and people really engage with that sort of uh, information because you know it's very important for us to hear as well that okay it's a long process i think another thing i would mention is like um supporting continuous learning and seeing that as a long-term investment and seeing it as like okay you might not be there yet but, you know, we're going to make sure that in a few years or something, you're going to get there and it requires, you know, these steps that you, I don't know, take those courses, um, you get some opportunities to practice in a safe environment, you get some challenges in, in a place where, you know, uh, it's safe to also fail and that sort mm. of stuff. So, because I do see a lot of differences in, in this, like, supporting learning opportunities, People might say like, yeah, you can take any course you want, but it's not very, it's not a strategy or anything like that. You're not really, because then it's up to me mm. on deciding like, okay, yeah, it's nice that they pay for my course, but I think it should be a lot more systematic and I think people need help in, in finding that direction. Um, that's why like, I think, you know, learning and development specialists are really, really valuable. Um, to have because they have that competence to, you know, organize those uh, identify pathways. skill gaps yeah, exactly. and and maybe just have the conversations with people yeah, like yeah. yeah 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 what where do you want to develop what would what would be yeah. you know what do you see in your I mean I guess you could build this stuff into you know quarterly review or every year review, yeah. you know like what did you see as you know your great successes this year yeah. what were you challenged by and why were you challenged by these things yeah, exactly. and what can we do to support yeah. you in becoming mm. better at it 
Yeah, and if you think of like, for example, programming and engineers, you know, there's a lot of, uh, like, a lot of companies think that they want the seniors, and I think it's sort of like, you know, you should see it like maybe you can take that junior that has a good growth mindset and you're able to support that learning opportunity, like learning um, path in a sense and and kind of seeing it as an investment by giving him you know these training opportunities and that sort of stuff so um i th i see this mostly in tech companies that they are very they see it as okay you don't need to be perfect now and you know based on your um you know desires you can kind of you go, go, yeah. go that way and yeah. they will support you and actually, like, it's not to say, like, okay, you take one course and then you're ready, but, like, oh, maybe you should take this, like, uh, maybe you're ready in a few years, you know, yeah. it's a longer, longer thing yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely a long-term, uh, I think, investment yeah. uh, from the company side to invest in development, invest in uh, learning. Yeah. I hear there's a great platform for that. <laughs> really? What's yeah. it called? <laughs> Clan something, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, how do you think we do at that? How do we do? Yeah, how do we do it at Planet? How, how, how are we in supporting development in your opinion? Yeah, I think, um, I think, you know, in general, we have, we have very much of this, like we set some goals as a team and, uh, we review them and, you know, it's not, a bad thing if we didn't achieve something so and, and that's like when you learn about it that's that's the thing with startups that you really have to like uh, tolerate that um, but I think in general we could do a lot better mm -hmm. in, in and also like with this like what I was talking about creating a safe place for failure because I think all of us are you know people who really want to succeed and and you know we put like high standards and we have high standards in general in planet but like it, it's kind of a difficult thing for managers as well to it, it's really a skill on like how do you talk about those things and, uh. and that's sort of you know how do you talk about how do you um how do you bring mm -hmm. up um someone's um failure or something like that and how do you do you provide honest critical feedback as well or is it more of like okay this happened and not really doing mm. anything about it but yeah also like you know when it comes to that continuous learning and, and kind of like those situations um, definitely we also have this encouragement that you know go go uh, take those courses um, but I, I think we're still in that phase with kind of small company that at least I would maybe want more help and like um, you know someone would help me in that path creating that path, creating that path in, the, yeah. in the longer term because I can say like okay I need to learn Excel and then you know the answer is like okay just take the Excel course but that dives into other, you know, knowledge and other competences and skills. Right. It would be nicer to see it 
you know, in a broader sense. It's good if you like, have some statistics, for example, with Excel, like, yeah, you know, like you kind of need to understand exactly, statistics exactly. to use Excel really well. Yeah, and, and then it can, it can go into like, my first step in going into that tech side of things, mm. you know, although maybe Excel isn't so much, but yeah, exactly. So, well, but this again is that long term path, yeah. right? This is not something that you uh, do a workshop every six months yeah. and you've yeah. solved growth mindset at your company. Yeah. It's, it's uh, it really is an investment. Well, what I, do you think? I think we do pretty good one of the things that really stands out to me that i'm like really proud about and mm -hmm. happy about is that it's completely acceptable for me to log you know a few hours a week as just my self-study mm. like that's that is part of my job is to yeah the yeah. the path thing sure we can yeah. develop a bigger team and when we have more time for those things yeah. develop these kinds of like long-term mm. very um uh intentional paths like yeah. very well considered but just the fact that um, that can be part of your working day or your work week yeah. is like, yeah, you know, Wednesday afternoons, I, I self-study yeah. for two or three hours yeah. or something like yeah. that. And I think that that, knowing that that's like acceptable, knowing that that's encouraged mm -hmm. and, and like that there's value seen in that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think is like, for me, is, is a really positive indicator. Yeah. Um, I don't know, probably after this podcast, I'll, I'll have some other ideas about, you know, what we could do uh, at an even greater scale. Mm, um, but, yeah, I mean, I think there's lots of things that um, companies can do uh, to encourage, like, growth mindsets and the culture of learning that goes along with that. Like, the, I mean, the thing that we're experimenting with and that I know some companies do is, like, the, the teach one thing. So, you know, monthly meetings where everyone gets together and learns one thing from one one person. Mm -hmm. It's like a very like subtle you elaborate on, that? on what the teach one thing well, or yeah, and, and like what we're doing. Well, I mean, the way we're the yeah, sure. I mean, the way we're doing it is we call it our expanded learning lab. And uh, once a month or once every six weeks, we nominate one employee to teach the, the rest of the company one thing so it's like an hour and a half meeting in the afternoon everyone shows up and just for that dedicated time we coordinate a workshop and they get some pre here and the idea is just that there's a huge pool of knowledge and we can all learn from each other very easily and even these little tiny things mm -hmm. are are valuable in the long yeah. in the long term and they contribute to this like well culture of learning and yeah. a growth mindset Right, we're gonna get together and learn probably some weird program stuff from Ilkar Il or something Ilka, like, like that, and that's but that's super cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's going to be a simple thing as yeah. well, so that there's no there's no real barrier about mm. failure or what I can and can't yeah. achieve. It's one simple thing that you can learn in an hour yeah. that you didn't know before. Yeah, and I think that that's like another really good way to encourage like a growth mindset Definitely. in individuals and within a company. Yeah, I think, like, I can see it both ways. So, for like, on one side, it's like us who are learning about that thing and, and having that open mind about, like, okay, you know, maybe I can learn Ilka's, you know, crazy AI things or understand them at least. Um, but also, like, for Ilka, keep him as an example to kind of have this... Um, 
experience on teaching a workshop. Ah, uh, being hosting. the center of the attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But like, also, because that's also a skill, and that's also obviously something that we talk about in Planet, you know, every day, every yeah. week, and it's quite, you know, it's uniquely, centered. uniquely uh, advantageous for us since since the sort of facilitation is a big part of what's yeah. our business. So, like, yeah, makes everyone do it. Yeah, so, and and yeah, and also learning just new ways to teach things. Also, yeah. that's that's a skill it's in itself. So, kind of like challenging people to start using I don't know a new way of doing mm. doing things. Um, yeah. Okay. So, what about um, what about when growth mindset grows out of control or, yeah. or goes bad? What are what are the danger like? Well, dangers are there. It's not really dangers, are there? No, I wouldn't. I would. I would say that in general, there's no. In general, there are no bad things related to growth mindset. But I think one of like uh, misconception is definitely that the growth mindset is a magic wand or like the key for anything. Mm-hmm. And this idea that if I have a growth mindset, that's enough for me to be able to achieve anything. Right. And what I was talking earlier. And that can be very detrimental, obviously, to someone who has like a lot of um, like motivation and, and really like first encouraged to start doing something uh, new. And then they realize that, you know, they're not succeeding. But I think the reason there is like that they don't have maybe the learning skills mm-hmm. or like the learning tools for that specific thing yeah. because learning language for example is very different from uh, doing something else so um, I think that's you know a thing that's very important to understand that it's not just like something that automatically turns in turns you into success there's yeah. a lot of other um, things and despite your your effort and intentions and commitment, you might just not be very good at a thing at the yeah. end of the day. Like yeah. like we like to say that oh, growth mindset means you can get good at things, but you, yeah. you might. And, and and there who knows what the reasons are? There's so many other factors that come into play here, but you just might not be very good at it. Yeah, and I think like the idea of growth mindset is like it's important to understand that you have a lot more potential than what you might first think. Right. That there's a lot of things we can learn and can do and starting from like, I don't know, level zero. But as you were earlier mentioning this like example of like basketball player, um, you starting... Yeah, to, I'll never be a professional basketball player. Yeah, exactly. Ever. It doesn't exactly. matter how much effort and training and practice I put in. I'll never be one. Yeah, yeah. And that's like very interesting kind of... Um, idea that like why is why is that is it because of like there's a lot of like physical things that are related yeah. to it and that sort of stuff so those are also just realities yeah yeah so okay do you have any any like examples on growth mindset gone bad gone bad <laughs> we talked about it a bit before yeah. i think that it's i think you said it really yeah well. That's what I'm asking. it's the it's the like um you've probably seen them on like 
Instagram or or even I've seen them on LinkedIn, which yeah. is is starting to become a little bit concerning. But it's the people who, they're, they're, in my opinion, they're like hucksters. They're they're yeah. they're sort of you know like snake oil salesmen, and they're like, oh, it's just this method of planning and with you know effort and dedication, you can you can accomplish anything. Yeah. And there's nothing you know, and if you don't. The problem isn't, you know, that you didn't have the right tools yeah. or that you just maybe don't have the time yeah. or or whatever. The problem is that you didn't follow my six-step method or, I, or and that you just didn't put in the dedication and the effort. And yeah, and you're, you're a lazy and a bad person. Yeah. That's essentially what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that that's like, it's, it's not exactly growth mindset, but I think it's plain. It is, it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely taken that concept. Yeah. Like, concept and applied it to sell, sell yeah. their product. Yeah, they kind of hijacked it into yeah. this into this um, toxic positivity. That's a great thing. word for it. Toxic yeah. po positivity. And it's yeah, I think that like great. I'm I'm glad people are enthusiastic and mm. encouraging, but I I think as we've you know just had a 50 minute conversation on this, it's a very complex yeah. um topic and and uh thing and it's i think it's probably unique um well of course to every individual and it's kind of going to be unique to every situation and it's not you shouldn't be angry if you fail at growth mindset mm, which yeah. seems kind of contradictory yeah. to it but i think that that's like another you know yeah just yeah try your best basically yeah. and And see what you can learn from all of those attempts. And I think even if you don't succeed, you still, you know, like if we think success is 100% accomplishing this goal and you started at 0% and you're still failing and you're probably never going to hit 100%. But mm. You're at 65. Yeah. You are 65% more knowledgeable, mm. more like skilled, more, more whatever it is yeah. than you were at the start. So like yeah. how is that? How is that a loss? Yeah, exactly. you know, like yeah. to to take it back to the the basketball example again with me because I'm <laughs> I'm horrible at basketball. Like I'm absolutely yeah. horrible, uh, but I'll never be the the professional yeah. player. But if I if I cared to, yeah, I could go and practice, and I yeah. could get okay. Yeah, I could get could. enough to play with some other people who are okay, and I could. Yeah. I'm not going to, but yeah. like, but yeah. you know. I would still be a much better basketball player than I am now. Yeah. And that's totally accomplishable goal. So it's maybe also about this idea of like the goal setting, growth mindset yeah. and um, developing and accomplishing new things doesn't mean you become the pro best, uh, you know, like master of these mm -hmm. things. It can also just mean that you improve Yeah. Uh, yeah. to whatever degree, 10%, yeah. a little bit better ready ready to kind of do that commitment i think that's also important to say that you don't have to have a growth mindset in everything yeah. like those things you want to accomplish and achieve and and skills that are important for you you know that's a good it's a good thing to have a growth mindset in those things but other things that you know are just not maybe relevant in your life i don't see that there is this or i would feel like i would have to always say to people like you have to always have a growth mindset and mm -hmm. always have to push yourself and take up the challenge like no i don't want to right but one thing i kind of wanted to still give an example on was like 
because I mentioned this like language skills and the learning tools. So I had this actually, now it came back to me, this example of a growth mindset failure in a sense. Okay. And that was when I was in university and we have this mandatory Swedish course. And I, my school, uh, like high school and uh, secondary school, I've always been in an English speaking school. So I never had as much Swedish as other kids. But anyways, this, I wanted to anyways do this course and I had a bad growth mindset. I was really like super dedicated. I was like, I can learn Swedish and I'm up for the challenge now. I want to, you know, put my time and effort into this. And if I do, it's, it's going to be wonderful. But I failed that course. <laughs> and I don't like, you know, I just got past because um, like eventually um, just because they don't want to they keep want me to. there. Um, and I was, I was analyzing this, like what happened here? And I realized like, I, I just don't have the learning tools, don't have the learning skills to, I don't know how should I be learning a language and mm. what should I do? And also I would have to say to my defense that the teaching was also just horrible and like, that's a different conversation, but, um, yeah, that's the thing when I realized like, because there was a time when I had been learning about and studying the mindset. So I was like, it was really, I was thinking about it a lot. And then I was like, okay, this is a challenge now. This is my apply time, this, yeah. time to apply it. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, that's also um, really um, like illustrative in a sense as well, because you, you did approach it with the growth mindset. Yeah. And even though you failed horrendously, yeah. you came out saying, well, I don't have the tools. I don't yeah. know how to like learn a language. I mm. like you, you learned something that if you were to approach that challenge again, you'd be that much further yeah. ahead, right? You'd be yeah. like, okay, I know what to watch out for this time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, whereas if you had a really fixed mindset, you might just say, well, yeah, I just don't can't have do it. I'll never language do it. head yeah. or something. Yeah. The language yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm never gonna, you know, try to even, you know, learn it or anything like that. So yeah, yeah. And one thing, maybe something I realized was that like, I need probably more tutoring. I need maybe a bit more help than maybe other people. Mm. So that's also like that one important yeah. critical step that next time I, I'm apply. able to yeah. realize that and demand like, hey, I need more help. So then I guess like, yeah, when it comes to learning, um, we want to go in with growth mindset. Um, yeah, yeah. Is there is there anything people can do on a practical level? Like, let's let's take it really to like a course by course situation. Mm -hmm. What are things in a practical, let's say, an online learning environment of some mm. kind, maybe a social one? Yeah. Um, what are things people can do if they're designing courses, mm -hmm. if they're responsible for their companies like learning and development? What are like practical things that they can do to um, support that growth mindset in people and, and in their students? And in their students. Like, are there things you can do to the actual course itself? We talked about like not yeah. criticizing failure, and these are very like interpersonal yeah. things, but what can we do with the the, the learning experience yeah so 
talked about the communication side, as you as you mentioned. Um, I would say one really important thing is to. Uh, I think really good question is like why is there so many courses where you have only one shot, one shot, one opportunity mm. to succeed? It's very strange, like. Because that's not usually final exam where it's sixty yeah, percent of the grade exactly. or forty percent or something like yeah it's like the whole thing is like emphasized that one opportunity so you know if you want to um, use this growth mindset in your teaching I would say that providing opportunities for learners to submit something maybe a draft and get feedback on it and submit it again so kind of like this feedback loops are really important. Obviously, you know, giving honest and critical feedback to them so that they actually are, you know, moving into that direction you want them to go. Um, obviously, like, you know, forgetting speed, mm. like, you know, someone has to do something really quickly. It's very weird idea, like not something that I would see, for example, in my work. <laughs> or right. I think in general, people don't have to. People in general in their work life don't have one opportunity, just one opportunity and, and like have to do it really quickly to succeed. So it's really weird like why do we have this method mm. in, in a lot of courses. So I would say that um, and and that feedback loop is, is, is quite important. Um, do you think that um, like uh, social and collaborative learning have an effect on mindset yeah. like when you're forced to, well not forced, when you're encouraged and, and have the opportunity to work with others? Yeah, that definitely, um, you know, what we talked about earlier, like are you celebrating and putting individuals on the pedestal or are you celebrating that team and, um, you know, the dedication and effort that they put in. So definitely that collaboration and when you when you're collaborating with other people you can realize like okay like Chris knows a lot about these things and I can learn from him and I maybe know a lot about these things and I you know my uh, input is also like valuable in this thing that we're doing and I don't need to succeed by myself right also yeah and it's not about like me it's about you know us working as a team. It's about the outcome and what we can produce yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and you you know, I think I'm often super inspired by collaboration and teamwork because usually the outcome is so that you're able to produce something that was not possible for you to do. By it's greater yourself. than the sum of its parts. Yeah, exactly. None of you could have done it on your own, yeah. but together you sort of have like all these strengths and yeah. and weaknesses, but. Hopefully they kind of yeah. balance each other out somehow, and you have a more cohesive. Yeah, result. exactly. It's it's a lot more like modern way of like thinking about how people learn, and just in general, I think what success is, and um, yeah, knowledge sharing. You know, building knowledge together. That's also those are also like just you know related to it. You got anything else you want to say on growth mindset? No. I well, I have a lot to say, but um, I think this was really a nice discussion. Yeah. That was um, a good one. 
and it's a very fascinating topic, so yeah. I hope I'll be able to talk more about this and maybe write more about this because there's a lot more, a lot of like um, perspectives and, and things that you can really go deeply into. Yeah, and hopefully this was enjoyable for everyone listening. Um, if you want to hear more about it, write us, um, give us suggestions. We can keep going on yeah. this topic or others that you might be interested in. Um, yeah, hopefully you learned a little bit of something and are feeling inspired. Yeah. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. Ciao. Bye-bye.